Spring of Life Fellowship and its pastor, Joaquin G. Molina, invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Be a part of the vision, changing the world. We you thanks for your loving kindness in this place. We give you thanks that we can get to a place where it's a spring of life and we could drink and be satisfied and we can satisfy our, and quench our thirst, Lord. And we could sit at your table and delight in your goodness, Lord. And we could take a time out from the craziness of this world to be in your presence where there's pleasures forevermore. And we pray, Father God, that every person here would be able to receive your peace, receive your spirit, and welcome your words into their hearts, Lord, and they would be transformed. As you, we hide your words in our hearts so we not sin against you, Lord. We pray that your words and the ministry of Adeline Cruz here this morning would minister to our tormented hearts. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I was previously saying that when we first came to the Lord, we didn't understand anything that had to do with the things of God, but you know where I got saved. I got saved in a place called the Music Ministry. That was the name of the church where I gave my heart to the Lord. And I'll tell you the truth, I wasn't used to any songs in the house of God because we grew up in a church that was very quiet and very respectful. And there was no music. So imagine when they invite me to a church and the guy is up there playing congas and timbales and the trumpets and there was a pianist that is one of... Adlin Cruz's uh, mentors in, in respect that he went before, uh, both, Adlin, you're from Puerto Rico, right? Uh, Richie Ray. Richie Ray was a, a child a genius on the piano, and he became a world-class pianist and started a, an orchestra. It was the number one salsa orchestra in the world. They were called the Kings of Salsa. And, and um, my aunt started going there, Lourdes, who's here, um, and, and her daughters. And they invited us to go to that Christian church when my parents were going through a divorce, a separation. And my dad and my mom were really upset at each other. And we walked into this place, and they were jamming for the lamb. I'm talking about, imagine the best salsa group just playing this outrageous music for Jesus Christ. And, um, and so it wasn't long before I took a liking to that place and gave my heart to the Lord. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Your pastor um, used to spend, I was very young, you know, he used to spend the whole song service during worship sitting right next to Richie Ray. And Richie Ray would be playing, 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 and I would be sitting right here going like this because I was marveled at his talent and his giftings and how the Lord used them so powerfully. They began to write songs to the Lord and all their songs began to have uh, biblical significance. They had biblical meetings and they were all after patterns. And it wasn't long before then that I started saying, I want to play the piano also. I want to play the guitar. And I started, uh, now there was a song in my heart. And, and I used to come in um, there were some days in our Christian walk that weren't so exciting, they weren't so joyful, but I would always be able to grab a guitar or a piano and begin, I'm not like Adeline, Adeline, I stopped somewhere along the way, um, but I would just play notes to the Lord, and you know what would happen? The presence of God would come down. 
I would sing to the Lord. And this is something that I don't care if you have, carry a tune or don't carry a tune. You need to learn how powerful music is in changing your atmosphere and environment. And so we learned that as Christians, and we began to pray, uh, uh, play the guitar and play the piano. And when we would play the guitar and play the piano, and we're not very good at it, we're not, we're not musicians per se, um, the presence of God would come down and everything would change just because of the music. And this is the legacy of God's people. Listen to, with me. If you read with me in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23. 1 Samuel 16, 23. Whenever the Spirit of God, whenever the Spirit from God came upon Saul, David would take his harp and play. I want you to read this. Please don't be distracted. As David played the harp, the ancient piano, the harp, it says that when he would take a harp and play it with his hand, Saul would become refreshed and well. And the tormenting spirit would leave him. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful that God has given? And, and let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something real good. Um, music is of the Lord. It's been, it's been kidnapped and sequestered by Satan because they know the power of music. They know the depth uh, of the ministry of that instrument in the hands of who uses it wrongly. Um, it was Wellington Boone who sat here in February of this year and said that while black people were supposed to be used mightily as instruments of God to change the world with their music, now they're using rap to do all the lewd, all the dark, all the, the twisted things that are in rap music nowadays. And they, they've impacted the world where all over the world rap music is being used, but not with lyrics that comfort and, and, and relieve your spirit. It's a torment. I remember that early on, as, as in our home, my dad would have either, uh, he would have worries or there was a situation that was difficult in my home. We would all grab the guitar, gather around and begin to sing to the songs to the Lord. And the presence of God used to come down and, and re bring relief to the entire family. It became a usual uh, course of our worship uh, to do this. Um, I want to tell you that in places where there's no celebration, there's no music. About four years ago, we walked into Canto Grande. This is on the backside of Lima, Peru. Canto Grande, there's a million people that had fled the country during the 80s um, when the Shining Path, it was, it was a terrorist group and they were attacking the outskirts of the city of Lima, and they were forcing people to become terrorists. You either come with us or we kill you. So a lot of people ran to the outskirts of Lima, Peru. They couldn't go into the city, but they're right behind the city in an area called Canto Grande. And you know the only thing you don't hear there is music and song. You don't hear anyone singing. There is no, imagine, there's no sewage system. There's no water. There's no plumbing. Everybody there has to, they live in, in, a, in a desperate state of darkness and, and distress and poverty. And a friend of mine, uh, Jose Cardoso, is a pastor. And God called him from Brazil right to the heart of Canto Grande. He had a two-year-old son. 
And him and his wife were in Bible college and they prayed and they said, Lord, where do you want us? And the Lord sent them to Canto Grande. And I've traveled many pastors and many churches, but there's no one like these heroes of the faith. In the last 15 years, they've lifted up 20 churches in Canto Grande. From gangsters, from people that were prostitutes, they've lifted up the kingdom of God. You know the only people you hear singing, clapping, and praising the Lord in Canto Grande? Jose Carlos and his wife and his children, who are musicians, by the way. Uh, one of them plays the bass, the other one plays the guitar. But this is the heritage of God's people. Whenever you think of an atheist, when's the last time you heard of a good atheist song? Huh? Have you ever heard an atheist sing a song? You're not going to. In fact, I don't know if you guys could help me here. Um, somebody wrote a song. I think it was Steve Martin. Could you look it up on YouTube? It's hilarious because it says, atheists do not write songs. There's nothing to celebrate when you don't have God in your heart. But when God comes inside, he comes in with the symphony orchestras of the choirs of heaven to sing a new song in your heart. And while everybody is gloomy and doomy, you got the joy of the Lord in your heart. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I don't know if you guys have found it on YouTube there, but, but it's an incredible song. But we'll get to it now. Whenever you're in a communist country, you'll notice that there's no good communist songs. There's no, there's no development of expression of creativity where there's no music. And so it's really sad to see the somber likes of being under a strong dictatorship or a rule. Psalm 137 says something similar. In Psalm 137 verse 3 it says, They carried us away captive as slaves. How can we sing songs in a foreign land? We have, look what it says, for there, there are those who carried us away, asked us to sing song. And those who stole from us requested laughter, saying, sing us one of your songs of victory. Guess what? There's no songs of victory if you're not where God wants you to be, doing what God wants you to do. How sad it is, years ago in my Cuban tradition, that Willy Chirino would write a song about his experience of picking up a prostitute and remember she had black socks. Isn't that, isn't that sad? That that would be the legacy to our sons? That we would sing about cheating on our wives and being with a, tenía media negra y me llevó el corazón, something crazy. That's insane, but you know something? We're dancing to that music. We're dancing to the filth of this world because there's not real joy in expressions of peace. I remember songs ago, uh, years ago, there was another song the, uh, written about a witch doctor that was coming into the room and it became a world hit. And what a sick expression of having to call, uh, Mami, ¿qué será lo que quiere el negro? Mom, what the heck does this evil spirit want from our family? Is that what you sing about, the demons destroying your marriage? Is that what you celebrate? Years ago, we went out with a young girl, and, and uh, she spent all night long making fun of us. She's like, you Christians, you don't have fun? I'm like, you don't know what it is to be a Christian. We have a blast 24-7 all the time. All the time. It's a celebration because the devil has nothing on us. And then she was making fun of us the whole night until it was around 11 o'clock at night. We went to a restaurant and she broke down and started crying. And she says, my dad gets drunk every night and comes into my room and rapes me. 
And she was out there dancing at the nightclubs. She was out there telling us, why didn't we go to the nightclubs? Why didn't we celebrate like the world celebrate? Listen to me. The world has nothing to celebrate. It's in God that we have incredible. Did you guys find that on YouTube? They're still looking. I want to tell you that, let's read that real quickly, that Psalm 130, 137 verse 3, where when, you're, when you allow the devil to come and steal your lunch, there's nothing to sing. So don't let him steal your lunch. Don't let him come into your life and, and make your life a disaster because I guarantee you one thing, your song will stop right then and there. There will be no song. And they said in verse 4, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? How can we celebrate when there's nothing to celebrate? And I want to tell you that there is a lot to celebrate in the house of God. It's not only what God has done in our past to deliver us, it's what God's doing right now in our restoration, and it's what God's going to do in the future with incredible hopes of victories unknown. In fact, every year the people of Israel would sing um, right smack in the middle of the Bible, the Lord made sure that the centerpiece of our faith is the book of Psalms. You know what Psalm means? Songs. Written by the psalmist, the songwriter. He was called David, the sweet psalmist of Israel. And right smack in the middle of our faith are 150 songs written to the Lord that is the spiritual wealth and heritage of Christians. But listen to me, for those of you that think it's weird to have music in the house of the Lord, can you read with me in Psalm 150, the last psalm says like this, don't you ever forget, it says praise God in His sanctuary, we're doing that. Praise Him in the mighty firmament. Lift up your hands to the heavens. That's why we lift our hands to the heavens because we're celebrating what's coming from that vantage board. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Begin to celebrate that God is reaching out to you. Begin to celebrate a song in your heart. There's some of us that are gloomy and doomy. We're like bad luck Shreprock in the Flintstones. Oh, bad, bad, bad. Everywhere she would go, everything would fall apart. Because they had a great cloud over her head and she was always depressed and always, ooh, ooh, wowsy, wow, wow, wow. It's the, it's the donkey and Eeyore. Nobody loves me. And, and there's no song. And you make sure there's a song and make sure there's the right song in your heart. That Christ is King. That He is Lord. That He is preparing all things for your good. All things He causes for good. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. How, how precise, how God comes right in time, right in season. He never is late. Amen. Our God is never late. He's always on time. We could celebrate that. Praise Him with the lute, which I imagine that it's a flute without the F. <laughs> Praise Him with the harp, or with the harp sideways. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. When's the last time you danced for the Lord? Go, Lord. Go, Lord. Go, Lord. Do your thing. No, we're dancing to all the muck and all the crap and all the adultery that this world wants us to celebrate. How sad. How wicked. How twisted. This girl starts understanding that, that she's going to become part of the world system and she sings a song. I kiss the girl and I think I like it. Isn't that twisted? Isn't that the stuff your daughter's listening to? 
Is that the stuff that we're bringing into our home? We're bringing in sewage pipes and your daughter is sitting there listening to Britney Spears and, and to all these people that are singing songs that are not appropriate? Praise them with the dance. Praise them with the stringed instruments, with the guitar, with the flute. Um, praise him with, with loud cymbals. I love when I hear Javier over there going, <laughs> I said, that's my drummer. That's awesome. You, you celebrate the symbols of the Lord. And yet, let me tell you something. It was so awkward for me to come into the house of the Lord, I ran back out. My first experience. I wasn't used to music in the house of the Lord. I said, these people are disrespectful. How could they be jamming in the house of the Lord? See, I was far from God. I didn't know God. I thought God was gloomy and doomy and... No. With loud... It's, I don't know if your Bible says that. With loud symbols. Praise Him with clashing symbols. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. I want to tell you that today is a great day to be in the house of the Lord. I want to tell you that I was, I was going through my adolescent years and I was driving my car and I was wondering how horrible it was and I was listening to Chicago's greatest hits. <laughs> and all of a sudden came the thoughts in, throw your car in the canal. Life is not worth living. You can't live if living is without her. Guess what? You can live. And living is with him, it's not with her. And rejoicing and serving God. So you know what? I said, where did these suicidal thoughts come in? You know where they came in through? The music. So I grabbed the cassette. It was back in the cassette days. I opened my window and I threw the worldly music in the canal. And I said, I'm not going to listen to any more worldly music. So I'm depressed. So I'm frustrated. So, so the, the peace of God doesn't say. And I started listening. We got the song? You guys are awesome. These guys are good. Listen to an atheist song real quick, please. Um, this, is, this is the best song an atheist could write. Adeline, could you take the piano, please? You're going to finish up with, with, uh, with a song after we watch this. And this is why we, we need to celebrate. Some of you don't get here for the worship of the Lord. We have no volume. Get here for the worship of the Lord. Get those demons out of your home. Get here at the first song. Get here. God starts doing a spiritual work at the first song. Is it coming in? Go ahead. Little tune called Atheists Don't Have No Songs. <laughs> Christians, have Christians have their hymns and pages. Hymns and pages. Habanagilas for the Jews. For the Jews. Baptists have the rock of ages. Rock of ages. Atheists just sing the blues. Romantics play, Romantics play Claire de Lune, born again, sing he is risen, but no one ever wrote a tune, wrote a tune, for godless existentialism, for atheists, there's no good news, they'll never sing a song of faith. In their songs, they have a rule. The he is always lowercase. The he is always lowercase. Some folks sing. Some folks sing a Bach cantata. Bach cantata. Lutherans get Christmas trees. Atheist songs add up to nada, up to nada, but they do have Sundays free, have Sundays free. 
Pentecostal sing, Pentecostal sing, sing to heaven, sing to heaven. God takes head the book of scrolls. Neurologists count, count to seven, count to seven. Atheists have rock and roll. For atheists, there's no good news. They'll never sing a song of faith. In their songs, they have a rule. The he is always lowercase. The he is always lowercase. Atheist. 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 Don't have no song. Christians have. Pages, hymns and pages, Habanagilas for the Jews, for the Jews, Baptists have the rock of ages, rock of ages, atheists just sing the blues, Catholics dress up for mass and listen to Gregorian chants, atheists just take a pass, watch football in their underpants. Watch football in their underpants. Atheist. Atheist. Don't have no song. Don't have no songs. <laughs> Psalm 102. We're going to finish with this. Lord wants you to worship him with gladness. Psalm 100, verse 2. Worship the Lord with gladness. And you can only worship God with gladness when things are going the way God, not 102, 100 and verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. This is why we begin every service and end every service with song. And you guys, I want to invite you to stand now as Adlin delights us with one of his songs. Close your eyes and ask God to bring his music inside of your family, inside of your marriage. Ask the Spirit of God to come and give you a new, a new and joyful song.
are weapons of the Lord, and they're also weapons of Satan. Ravi Zacharias says that one of the most disgusting, perverted songwriters of all time says, you can give a generation laws and rules, but let me write their music, because whatever music people are listening to, that's what's setting the atmosphere and the tone. It was in the prison in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 that Paul found himself, a believer in Christ, found himself in prison. Nobody else was there singing. You know what Paul was doing? It says, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God while the other prisoners were listening to them. I'm wondering what would happen if you ushered the joy and the music of God into your life. If you ushered and let that dictate the tone of your conversation with your husband and your wife, with the rules and the governments of your home, with your, even your own thoughts, letting the peace of God come in through this world-changing music that's in Christ. People of Israel used to send, send all their uh, instruments and singers ahead of them in battle because as they began to sing to the Lord, heaven would come down and they would have the victory. I encourage you to do the same thing. Father, we give you thanks this morning. It's been such a special time together, a time that you have made, Lord, a time that you have put together for our benefit. And we thank you for this table of feasting. We give you thanks for hearing your word and your heart here this morning. That now we could usher your truth into our lives, Lord. That we could kick out all the stuff that comes to corrupt us. All the stuff that comes to embitter us and twist us, Lord. And bring in that music that changes the world. The music that glorifies and exalts you. The, the music that we can sing from our heart of celebration and victory as you continue to uh, make us the inheritors and the benefactors of your goodness, Lord. We give you thanks for every family in this place and pray that the Spirit of the Lord, as Adlin has ministered in his song and his gift, they would be saturated with your peace and that they, this peace would surpass all understanding and they would understand that it's in this worship, in this music, that you have provided a safe haven for all of us who know you. And we give you thanks in the name of Jesus and the people of God say, Amen. Amen.